listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Oh my gosh, guys, when I just did that intro, I was trying not to laugh. Can you hear this lisp? I've just gone and picked up um, Invisalign this afternoon and it's all new, but at the same time, I'm having like traumatic flashbacks from when I had braces in year seven and eight like the J- the braces journey just went on forever and it involved the rhubarb some of you might be too um, young to know about the rhubarb but basically <laughs> it was headgear that protrudes outside of your mouth and hooks into the braces and I had to wear that to school for about a year And I also had 14 rubber bands in my mouth at once at times during this braces journey. Anyhow, at the end of the whole braces project, I had the most beautiful teeth ever. But what I've noticed over the past year... Oh my God, it's going to take me a while to get used to speaking with these things in my mouth. Um, Is that the bottom teeth at the front were starting to crowd. And if I didn't do this job, I don't think I would be that aware of it. But because I do so many Zoom calls for business coaching and also speaking on the camera, you know, for creating content and social media, I'm constantly seeing myself and I can always just see these crowded teeth. And I was like, I need to get this fixed up because I don't actually think it will take that long. So I went and um, had an appointment before Christmas and then they they took the moulds of my teeth and they showed me. And what it, what I could see with the moulds is, yes, it was crowding at the bottom, but what it started to do is push my bite out, which was why I had to wear the headgear for so long and all those rubber bands. And I'm like, oh, my God, I absolutely have to get this fixed. I'm not going backwards. So it was pushing my bite out and also starting to push my top teeth out as a result. Only slightly. I don't think the average person would notice, um, but it's because what I do, and I'm always seeing myself, as I said in video, that I'm like, I need to get this fixed. Anyhow, I'm actually really glad because this will just stop it getting out of control. So, oh my God, this thing's even making me thirsty. I've got sore lips already. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I went and picked them up today or late this afternoon, and then I went on to Zumba dancing. And um, I'm I'm like, Richard and the boys are away, so I haven't really had to speak with it yet. In fact, this is the first conversation I've had with these damn things in my mouth. <laughs> Anyhow, this, this journey, I've been told, is only going to take four months, if all goes to plan. I can't even imagine having this on for four months. I'm just going to have to get used to it. Um, And I've got to have the... (laughs) I've just put the rubber bands in because the rubber bands have to be on at night. So I'm like, you know what? I'm putting these rubber bands in literally after I've had dinner every single night because I want this to be finished in 16 weeks. I don't want it dragging on where they say, oh, we need more time. So anyhow, I'm going to a restaurant tomorrow night and I'm like, oh my God, like... 
to take these out, like you, I think when I get used to it, I, I'll be able to just flip them out. But at the moment, it's a solid five minute process, and I and I start to sweat. Like it's like <laughs> I'm taming a lion. Oh my god! So I was thinking, oh, I'm going out for dinner tomorrow night. Oh, that's my mum. Hang on a second. I'm just going to put that on silent. Sorry, guys. Um. So anyway, yes, that that's going to be an interesting, you know thing that I tackle going out for dinner. Anyhow, once I get used to it, it'll be fine. It'll just be this teething process. Pardon the pun. <laughs> How was New Year's for everyone? How was Christmas? As you as you can hear by the tone of this podcast, it's going to be super relaxed. Like I know a lot of people are still in holiday mode and I'm like, you know what? Let this podcast be holiday mode. So how was everyone's holiday? So as you, as you would know, I went to Perth. That was amazing. It was so good. I would have to say the highlight was going down south to Margaret River and staying at my friend Claude's house and just, oh, we had so much fun. Because as you know, they were old school friends that we um, caught up. And whenever we catch up, we literally just go back to acting like we're 18 and we spent New Year's Eve together. I think there was probably about 20 of us. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was really, really, really fun. And then went back to Perth. Stayed out there for about three days. Um, went back to Perth. Yeah, and I, I, I only did a, the minimal amount of work. Like, I had a really, really, really good break. But now I am back to it. So... The day before I left, well, no, two days before I left Perth, uh, Richard and the boys flew off for a jolly. Um, they've gone off skiing, and it feels like they have been gone forever. Like, they're gone, they're just, yeah, they're having a great time, though. Um, and then when they get back, Leo pretty much starts uni in February. He's going to be doing, I can't remember if I told you this in last in the last podcast, but anyhow, he's doing electrical engineering and commerce so the two degrees at UNSW so he starts in February and that is going to be intense and Hugo is doing year 12 so oh my gosh back to back for me for mother um with him doing year 12 so once that's all done far out I'm going to be like at a whole different stage of my life and I'm going to have straight teeth so yes, it's it's going to be another intense year. I actually found last year with the year twelve, year twelve, it didn't really dial up until that July post. I mean, it did for it was full on at the beginning for the boys or whoever's doing year twelve at the time because they've got all the assignments and everything. So anyway, I'm bracing myself. I know what I'm in for this time. So I think you know it'll be a little bit different. Hugo's literally riding on Leo's coattails in terms of he's wanting to do engineering and commerce too. So the great thing is he's got he's got an in-house tutor to help him with everything um, through Year Twelve. And as I said last time, uh, having a tutor going through year 12, no matter how good or how, how much you uh, need help, having a student tutor no matter what is brilliant. It's like having a coach, isn't it? Yeah. So have a tutor. I think Leo, no doubt, will be tutoring people going through year 12 in lots of subjects this year. So yes, it's just, I think it's something that 
people just get used to these days. They have mentors, they have coaches, and the earlier we get people, um, you know, our kids used to having a coach in lots of different aspects of their lives, you know, I think it just helps them reach their potential. Okay, so what else has been happening? I am judging at the moment. So there is an awards um, ceremony coming up for Better Business Awards. And I am judging three categories at the moment, which is the best boutique business, best community engagement program, and the best franchise office. And it's in the financial um, services um, sector. Mortgage brokers, finance lending, which is actually the background. I used to be in marketing in that category for that in my in my corporate life. I don't actually think the judges know that. Anyhow, it's it's quite intense judging because the submissions are very or some of the submissions are very in depth with lots of video attachments and and documents and things to read on top of their actual application. And I've got almost eighty applications to go through which is due next week. So I've just been chipping away at it in the evenings. But I get to a point where it's like, right, I've done as much as I can do. My, my head is spinning. But I, I particularly really love judging the community engagement programs because they're marketing, they're marketing initiatives. And, and some of these um, businesses are really thinking outside of the box. It's super impressive. And they're not even big teams. Like a lot of the teams, sometimes there's only two people in the business. So it's it's super um, it's super interesting for me. But also, it's as I said, it's time consuming. So the other thing I've been doing since I got back to Sydney is obviously business coaching. There's a lot of businesses that are just back to work. I've been on email a lot um, because there's been a lot of inquiries and people getting in touch because there's people that are still on holidays, but they are starting to do a little bit of work. Uh, And Sticky Studio, we're really just starting to get into that again. In fact, next week's going to be really busy tomorrow and briefing in quite a few jobs. So everything is, is starting up again. And because the boys are away and Richard away, I, I don't know why I do this because I should be just, you know, all the free time I've got, I should be out and about. But I've literally been going through the house with a fine tooth comb, not the entire house, but particular rooms, and decluttering and rearranging and cleansing. And oh my God, it feels so good. It feels so good. I'm also getting some cabinetry made. So we've got a bookcase upstairs, which has been driving me crazy for a long time because it moved from our last house here and it was supposed to be temporary. And seven years on, it's still there. And I have started the project for kind of working out what's going to go there several times and for for a variety of reasons which have been outside of my control, the project has halted each time. So anyhow, it's all systems go now. I know exactly what's going there. I know the measurements and the dimensions. So the next step is I need to get rid of that bookcase up there. So I'm going to put that on Facebook Marketplace, get rid of that. And once that's gone, gone, then I will press go on everything that's going to come in that section. But it's that's going to be so good. I cannot wait. And I think, 
you know, when we're going into the beginning of the new year, we come into it refreshed. We've got way more space in our brain. We've got more energy. We're excited. We are more proactive than at any other point in the year. And so it's really important to jump on that energy. And I was actually meeting with a client, uh, must have been yesterday, and she is, I said to her, oh my gosh, she's a different person now to what she was when she came to me. Because in her paperwork, you know, that she completed when um, she first came on, she was second guessing herself. She was quite exhausted. You know, she's been in business for 10 years. So the business is going and going really well, but she was exhausted and just, you know, a little bit just kind of like, oh, what to next kind of thing. Whereas now she is, oh my gosh, she is being so proactive. She's got so much energy. She's got so much going on, but at the same time, not too much. And she's really creating some amazing projects that are in the process of taking her to next level. But but what I was saying to her is, you know, that it's so great that she's like this, but we've got to make sure that we capitalize on it and also get some like hard things out of the way at the beginning of the year while you're feeling like this so that they actually do happen. And that actually goes beyond business as well, because as we know, when you're running your own business, your life has to be flowing. Like all aspects of your life have to be ideally are flowing really, really well, because that's really when everything, um, you know, it's a knock on effect in the business, which then helps you you know, work better, be more productive and obviously grow the business as well or sort of harness what you've got in the way that you want it to. So use the energy that you've gained from your holidays to do things that you had been putting off because when you do these things, as I said, it gives you more energy to do other things. And so for me, this is getting taking the opportunity while everyone's out of the house to actually clear out certain areas of the place and do the furniture things that I had been planning on doing that had been halted. So it's very rewarding. It's very, very exciting. I have to say the house is coming together perfectly but I also have been doing it in just bite-sized chunks because I've I've been very very focused on work and I haven't been doing it in work hours so I've just been doing it like in pockets of the late afternoon I did a heap of the weekend and also at night after I've been judging <laughs> um the other thing I've been doing is really um diving in to my new hobby of dancing you know that I've taken up this new hobby and I think hobbies are fabulous so I've been doing as you know Zumba and now hip-hop and when I came back from holidays because I obviously hadn't been doing it when I was in Perth I couldn't believe how bad I was I'd lost all my all my skills and I all of a sudden it was just so hard but I've done four four dance classes in a week now and I'm back in fact tonight I didn't think I was very good but that I think that's because my tongue kept on rolling over my um Invisalign I was focused on my Invisalign in my mouth rather than the steps so tonight wasn't very good but yes I have been enjoying it and the other thing I did this morning was hot yoga 
I did that at 5.30 and I love that as well. So I've really been mixing up my exercise, mainly because I've got this gym membership now. So I've been really alternating what I've been doing and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But use, you know, use this, whatever, like what I'm saying is do create a, get a hobby or do something that you really, really, really enjoy that is outside of your work and your normal life and sink your teeth into it. And you may not be good at it at the beginning, but if you enjoy it, you'll stick at it and you'll become good. And I just think it's so good for your brain. I think all business owners should have a hobby and, and do new things. So, yes. So some notes that I just thought I'd run over quickly while we're here is, and I've already touched on it a bit, but make being a, a being proactive in your business a priority do that i'm telling you it will make it will make a difference so what you need to do is work out what do you need to be proactive in so what areas and then what do you need to do okay so that might take you 5 minutes on a notepad or it might take you half an hour it just depends on what stage you're at and how well you know your own business. So be proactive and make sure that happens next week. I'm just going to shut the door because now the cat's meowing. <laughs> be proactive, be proactive. Um, the other thing is, is get projects done you've been meaning to because for some businesses, the beginning of the year is a bit slower and so you have more time. So use that time wisely. So this week when I've had moments where I've gone, oh my gosh, you know what? I can get stuff done in my own business. I've been doing SEO on both Relauncher and Sticky Studio. Um, I've been just doing some tweaks on the websites because, as you know, we rebranded and redid both websites at the end of last year, which is so satisfying, so lovely to kick off a new year with all of that. Um, I, we've been updating the marketing collateral. I've updated my email signature, um, you know, that sign-off um, artwork. And also just getting really clear on the plan. So plan for this quarter going in. Uh, so that's been very rewarding as well. Another thing you can think about, and I look, I don't, it really doesn't matter what time of the year that you think about this, but each year you need to have a think about how you can increase your market value. So for some businesses, that might mean that you need to put an extra focus on your personal brand within your business. It depends what your business is. And other, and other people, it'll be within the actual brand or the, or the actual product. But make that a focus. Really ask yourself that question. How, what can I do to increase my market value so that I'm not just coasting? Because as we know, when, when you start to coast, that can be fine. Business can continue, but you can get to a point where you go, oh my gosh, like why aren't people coming back? Or, you know, why aren't new people coming to me? Or why aren't people referring? So it is fine to coast at pockets of your business for a variety of reasons. But there's also huge value in just looking inwardly and going, do I need to 
put a focus on increasing my market value? And if so, what shall I do? And as always, outsource what is not your expertise so that you can focus on what it is that you need to do. There is not one successful business out there that does it all themselves. I mean, that yes, they can be successful, but they're going to hit a ceiling at some point. So it's much, much, much better if you can outsource the tasks that you do not enjoy doing or you have you don't have the skills to do. So that is it. I mean, it's a bit of a higgledy-piggledy uh, podcast today, but, you know, it's, as I said, it's just that time of the year. I'm sitting here in my pyjamas and the Invisalign. How much better is my speaking already with that? There you go. I'll be used to this in no time. Thank goodness for that. Um, I also, just quickly because it just came to me, I also put up on my Instagram stories yesterday a, a two, two stories actually talking about the UV. I mean, this has got nothing to do with business, but I'm, I'm so focused on UV rating at the moment because we're in summer. And when I was in Perth, Hugo put the UV rating on the home screen on my phone and said to me in Europe, when it gets to the rating of three, they basically try not to go outside and you know, it's it, and if they do, it's like make sure you really have to be wearing sunburn cream, a hat, sunglasses, and you know, be covered up. Now in Australia, as you know, we've got the damaged ozone layer. So when 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 I was in Perth and Hugo put this on, do you know what the the UV rating was? It was 13. 13. How scary is that? And then I started watching it, and basically you're safe until about eight a.m. and then it really went, it just jumped to four and then it jumped to six and then it just would jump to 13 and it would be at 13 for the majority of the day. So it made me so much more aware of um, really covering up and also being really aware of what times, time of the day I was going outside in the sunshine. So in Sydney, uh, the good news is is that it, it hasn't been at 13, but there have been days this week where it's been at 12, but it, it doesn't stay at 12 for as long as it does in Perth. But in saying that, it's hovering generally around that six mark, which is still so high. And even today, it's full cloud, it's been raining, it's quite cool. Um, it was It was six. It was still six for the majority of the day. So there you go. So that is something that I really encourage all of you to do is if your phone allows you to, put the UV rating on your phone so you can just be really mindful of when you're getting out in the sun so you can look after your skin. But wow, it just makes me think, what damage have I done over the years? Terrifying. Not good at all. Anyhow, um, have a great week or weekend, whatever time it is that you're listening into this. Um, I'm on Instagram as always. And as of next week, the normal podcasts are resuming. So make sure you're subscribed. Um, and I've got some really great episodes coming up. We are going to be diving deep with businesses to hear about their story stories what is and isn't working for them in marketing 
and you know all those all those kinds of types of things i particularly like listening to their challenges that they've they've had along their business journeys and also what they've done to get over those 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 challenges as well so tune in everyone and have a great week and yay yay here we go 23 hey have a good one